Hold up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Thank you, first of all, for being here and streaming the show. What you guys may have not known is due to COVID-19, Marlon and I have been practicing social distancing, and we've been using Skype to record our episodes for the past couple at this point. Um, this episode in particular, due to connection, it might not be the best in certain areas when it comes to audio. We apologize for that, and bear with me, okay, as I begin to really learn how to work and navigate Skype and how to edit it properly. We gonna fix it for next episode, but let's get into this show. Is flashing and the girls are gagging. That means that it is no okay. Okay, T.S. Madison, shout out to you, girl. Um, welcome to round two. Um, this week we decided. Um, y'all loved it so much, we decided to do it again. Um, welcome to don't ram me one on one. Welcome um, to motherfucking Sissy Wars, The Sploosh Strikes Back, 305. Welcome to The Top Is Mine, 305. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Welcome to another installment of the Hotels Podcast, the, another rendition of Who Raised You Hoes. I am your host today. I rather go by Moisha Mitchell. Moisha Mitchell, I can't. Um, <laughs> and uh, I am Tablet Brown's Afro. Oh, yes, God. And welcome to Donna. Donna. Where's Donna? Yes, Donna. Yes, Donna. I Donna. remember the name. Thank you. Yes, Donna. Donna. Um, you know Donna is because that's cool your business. That's it. <laughs> Here we are, of course, not alone. Um, Nori is here with us. I prefer Again. to go by the name Vanity Seven. Seven. You know what? Seven. Seven. Why Perfection. Seven? It's we're biblical. We're gonna have to talk about that after um, we get everybody introduced, so I can help. I need to understand. So keep going. <laughs> and of course, we have another returning guest as well. Henry is here with us as well. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I need like a nickname too? I mean, uh, yes. Give it, yeah, yeah. We prefer. We prefer. Okay, so my I have two. I'm gonna use my my butch one. My butch one is Shawshank Haberdashery. Oh, yes. <laughs> Come on, Thursday. <laughs> so whenever I, play, whenever I play games on like Apple, my name is Shawshank Haberdashery. Love it. Mm, okay. Love it. And okay. okay, what's the other one? Uh, Henrietta Henrietta Agatha Good Pussy the Third. Well, I'm not. Shit. Shit. <laughs> That's it right there. I'm out. I'm dead to the bed, bitch. Third, bitch. Three generations. Yeah, you know, you know, oh, had, three. Had cubed. Had cubed. That's initial. Had cubed. Had cubed. How much a good pussy bitch cost? Uh, uh, about this Vanity Seven thing. You know, uh, I got a stipulation yes. with that. 
Because mm-hmm. do, do you do you know why they were named Vanity Six? Uh, break it down for me. Uh, Prince named them Vanity Six because they all have. It was about six breasts, so it was six mm-hmm. breasts among them. So if you're gonna be the seven, you just got one titty. That's it. You're gonna be seven. I mean, maybe I maybe, think... maybe he the third member. He got three titties like the chick on Total Recall. Damn, I like that. That's it. I mean, I got enough titty for seven, to be quite honest. <laughs> if we want to go there, oh, I well, could I, use uh, a reduction. Well, I heard that you meat know. is thick as a titty, so that might be the other titty. Ooh, well, and here we are. Off to the race. You know what, bitch? This, first of all, the mic if I got nice. out Check one. Out, I'm the only bitch all pinned up to the throat and shit. This is bullshit. Uh, Take it off. In the house. Sir, you are in the house. You can That's true. That's true. You can strip. It's gonna be one mm-hmm. of those shows. Um, it's gonna yes. be a show. It's gonna be a show. Um, mm. Marla, do you want to ask the first random question? First random question. Uh, well, first of all, uh, can you please tell the people what what our topic is tonight? Where we going and what we flowing to? Um, I was I had a um as I was brainstorming for today's session, you know, um. I was thinking that we dive a little deeper into the plight of the versatile. Um, <laughs> First of all, Henry's face. Fucking take it. Um, it was only fair to have two verses at the bottom, and you know, I just wanted to. I think we're gonna pick brains a little bit just to see where everyone okay. stands with this, but okay. um. Yeah, Marlon, ask the first random question. All right, first random question of the night. Stroke game. Do we like quick and stiff or slow and long? Depends on the edible I took. Wow, let's talk about it. You Next know, Mari, what do you, you mean? <laughs> um, y'all know I don't really care for big dicks. Um... Mm-hmm. But I mean, it it just Henry, come back, come back, <laughs> come back. <laughs> um, now I guess it kind of depends on what mood I'm, what mood I'm in. Sometimes I want the illusion of intimacy, and sometimes I want to throw it back for a real nigga. So like, okay. it just okay. you know, if if the edible hit, you know, pound me down. If it didn't, take your time. I'm gentle. Oh, not gentle. <laughs> Fucking water, shit. I can't take it. Take your time. I'm gentle. I'm dead. Nah. It's my first time. I ain't bought him in a year. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's how I do. I be like, they be like, you want to ride? I be like, I'm like, no, it's been so long. Oh my god, really? It's been so long. But you know what? You and these bedroom theatrics, I just need to be a fly on the wall to see your grand performances because you be doing a lot. Listen, let me tell you something. These bedroom theatrics, they they always get me second interviews. I tell you that much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They come back. All right, all right, all right, all right. Come back, Lanisha. <clears throat> About her. Uh huh. <laughs> what your preference is? <clears throat> you know, I'm gonna piggyback off of Nori. Um. If I feel the mood, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'll throw it back a little bit, you know, give something he catch, you know, mm-hmm. then release. Oh, okay. But if I'm, you know, if I feel like being stroked, you know, I might sit here and tease you a bit. 
make mm-hmm. sure to crack, crack the walls just a little bit. Give you that. Come on, Kegels. Yes. Okay. Give the vice grip. Y'all just never know. Okay. Henry. <laughs> I want a man to level me like I'm Matilda. He mistrunchable. <laughs> I didn't nigga to put me oh. I ain't put this pussy in a choky. <laughs> I don't know how the best way to explain that, but you know what I'm saying? I'm a bitch that pussy could take a punch, honey. My motherfucking pussy is a Vanda Holyfield. She can go rounds. Ooh, so, yes. you know, you might take a piece of my ear off. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I don't mind the, the disrespectful, as I say, politely disrespectful sex. I like that. Call me a bitch. You know, call me out my name. And, mm-hmm. and then just digging me real mm-hmm. deep. Like, you know what I'm saying? I haven't met a dick yet that I couldn't take. So it's like, the bigger, the better. Um, I, I will say, I will say, I have come to, I have come to, I've come to a new place in my life um, that I feel like that big dicks are completely sustainable in a relationship. Um, mm. They're good for like a weekend. They're good for a fortnight or evening. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, evening. Um, <laughs> but I think that like I could sustain dating somebody who had 12 inches and fucking them every day. Now, if you had 10 yeah. inches, that's sustainable for me. But. I can't sustain um, 12 inches on a daily basis. My, my, my ex was 10 inches, and we dated for six years. So I don't. Okay. I can do 10 mm-hmm. in my sleep, mm-hmm. but I don't know mm-hmm. about no. Um, but I, I can do just the smallest motherfucking like a good old thick eight. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, usually fat niggas are thick everywhere. So true. This is true. Um, so give me that. But this is very um, true. I don't know. I, I I like my shit to I like my shit to fart and talk and be loud and be. I want, yes. my, I want my pussy to sound like Jennifer Hudson. <sighs> well, shit. Well, <laughs> loud for no reason. Grandma. Oh my I want to be loud. Like I want, I want to hear that thing smack. I'm like, like, like that little girl. I want my, I want somebody to come in. I want my neighbor knock on that door. But like, little girl, stop popping that gum. I want my, I want my, I want my I'm out. That's how I say everybody. Little girl, stop popping that gum. That's how I want my pussy to sound real loud and and obnoxious. Can we take a? Can we have a moment of silence for that? Because I genuinely was not ready. For that oh, response. I, I, I got. I was lost at the chokey. Um, yeah, I was yeah. stuck there. Oh, and then when we, man. then when we compared bussies to Jennifer Hudson's <laughs> wide vibrato, <laughs> I, to, I just thank you. Here we we appreciate you. You're a real one. Um, I, you know, I prefer a, a nice slow and long stroke. I been jackrabbited once in my life and I could have choked the shit out of that nigga. I really could have. I would have. I ain't got time. I ain't got time for the bullshit. And he was one of them motherfuckers that was like, don't never trust no nigga that brag on his shit. Don't. Don't Ever. don't trust no nigga that brag on his uh, it's, shit. It's not a good look. It's, it's always it's always the overpay for the underlay. That's some bullshit. <sighs> that motherfucking guy back there, and I felt like I was in the motherfucking Greyhound race, and they was chasing after the goddamn rabbit down the track. See now, get no, out, get the fuck out. No. So yeah, take your time in this shit. Uh, you know, a little pounding is good every now and again, but if I'm gonna be on the preference level, 
it's slow him off. It's the slow stroke for me. That's it. Okay. So, You're so romantical. No okay. That's so illegal I, shit. I want to play a bit of a game. Right. I do that from time to time. Okay. Um, back in the day, HBO had a show, and they called it the Vagina Monologues. Oh my God! Bitch. That's right. Today, I'm out. Gonna... No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> the reason, get over here. <laughs> this nigga said booty cat monologues. I am done. <laughs> Damn it. I'm done, but pass me my mic. That's my new Twitter handle after tonight. Booty cat monologues. That's right. It's time to have a booty cat monologue. That's right. Everyone wants to have the WAP. But tonight, our booty cats have the wop. <laughs> okay. If your booty cat had a name for when it is slipping, <coughs> what would you call it? Mine would be Pussycat Swallowtail. <laughs> what? Pussycat Don't ask Swallowtail? Hey, man. Pussycat Swallowtail. Don't ask questions, just know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. 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 What would it be? Henry. Oh, my pussy be called the All Spark. All Spark. I'm out. <laughs> you can't keep leaving. You got to stay. You, got, you can't leave. In this together. Mm-mm. Marlon, what would what the cat be called oh, if it's land? God damn it. Um. Well, it can't be winter fresh no more. We always still that boat. Um, this should be Jergens now. Jergens, <laughs> wow, no. It's back. the Jergens for me. It's, mm-hmm. got, that cackled me. I'm sorry. <laughs> so thoroughly as many times I had to play for the promo. I'm I like, can't. I can't stand him for this. Um, Vicky Monsoon. Hmm. Okay. Does that imply Abilene usage? It does not. No. Our, we don't do that. Pride, we take pride in our bussies having a vice grip. <laughs> okay. If your bussy was a karate move, what would it be? Not a karate move, bitch. What the fuck? Then give it a samurai name. <laughs> bitch. Right. I, I don't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Call my call my pussy Mulan, cause sometimes I might moan like a bitch, and then sometimes you go get nigger. It's 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 an androgynous cat. Oh wow! It, it, Come on, androgynous. Your <laughs> <laughs> booty cat is non-binary, bitch. I ain't got time. It is. It is. That's nice. It is. I refer to her as they. <laughs> You know what? I'm not. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm not. No. How did we get here? How? Falling so far from grace. Because judo cat pussy, judo chop pussy over there talking about karate chopping and shit. <laughs> right. Right. The fuck? Uh, Henry? Um, mine would be Lotus Blossom in the Japanese wind. Go the fuck off. Sound pretty. 
because she's a she's a lady. She follows the breeze. Uh, mm-hmm. she's now, and she is always sitting in a fresh body of water. Come Ooh. on, fluid okay. pitch. Come on now. now. All right. I need to put that on a bottle. I need to sell that shit. You do. <laughs> you really do. Motherfucker, Erica Badu's pussy incense. Them bitches keep selling out. I just want to call. Child, that, oh, that string that popped on that pussy. Nobody want Erica Badu pussy. It ain't enough motherfucking frankincense and, and, um, and white sage to make me want to fall into Erica Badu pussy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I I I don't I, I know. I think I think these niggas got weak dick or they gassed. I am not like. Well, she a Pisces, so it could be she a Pisces, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a Pisces. Could be possible she got a good pussy. She might got ethereal pussy, but something about her I don't trust her. Something seems weird. Really? Like, I don't know. Something about everybody do really turns me off. <laughs> and even before the Jaguar right situation, but some of that woman really turns me off. I don't know what it's like, Erica. I'm just, I'm just, I'm not a fan. Like I, I think all that, like that Hitler shit. This is why, this is why I hate social media. I'm sorry. Go ahead with your shit. You about to go down a route? A hole. I'm about to get upset. Let me take. Let me calm my spirit. Where my papa's at? Where my papa's? Let me calm my spirit. Whoa, whoa. Okay. I love it. Um, you can just call mine the Ronin Warrior. Yeah. I knew Hillary was gonna get it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes, you better kill Emperor Talpa. Mm-hmm. I'm there. That's it. Mm, I, you know what? Since we're so somber and don't want to name our vaginas today, fuck all you hoes. Well, I just named my Mulan. I, I don't I named my Lotus Boston Japanese win. Like, what do you want from me? Right. You, want? You, want? you know, whoa, 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 whoa. There's feelings in the room. So- <laughs> wow. wow. I can't. Wow. I can't. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, Marlon, do you have another game you want to play before we get into the main topic? Um. Mm, actually, don't. Let's just jump into it because I don't have another one right now. Mm-hmm. Let me think of how to word this properly then. Um, well, we had, like I specified at the beginning of the show, we have two verses and we have two bodies here. Um, what is some of the stereotypes that you've heard about versatile men? That versatile is code word for bottom. Here we go. I mean, we're going we to get it out there. We're going to talk about it right now. Right the fuck now. Nori. What's the stereotype that you've heard from versatile men? Um, a positive stereotype would be verse men um, know how to lay pipe better because they understand what it feels like to bottom. Um, I've heard that. Um, but yeah, mainly uh, what Marlon said, um, that verse is another word for bottom. Mm-hmm. Henry, what's a stereotype that you have for versatile men? Um, a stereotype? Yes. Am I, how long is this show? <laughs> See, this is what I wanted to get to. This is what I wanted to get to. Go ahead, child. Let it I'll, out. I'll, I'll say this very clear, put this on the record. Um, that movie, Divergent, was about versatile propaganda. It's about society where you could just be a top or a bottom, but the versatiles, the divergence, were ruining society. <laughs> <laughs> 
curse of people are just like divergent. They are dangerous. That person that wrote that book was secretly a queer person who knew the truth that the personal person presents. So that person was versatile and wrote a book of propaganda to promote the idea that being <gasps> divergent or versatile was okay. You mm. people are dangerous. You people are a menace to society. Versatile lives oh. not matter. Uh, I would like to say that um, I don't feel, when I leave my house, I don't feel exactly safe. <laughs> Knowing that a versatile person is on the street. I don't know sometimes. I, I, what do you want from me? You want ass or dick? And I don't know. They don't know what they want. That scares me. Both of them. That scares me to my core. Both of them. I don't we know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like, you people just go around with your dicks and your asses and you don't have your minds made up. And it's just. I, I can't. I'm out. I'm sick of the slander already. I'm sick. <laughs> Not with menaces to society. But I'm no, what is, a, what, is a, what, is a real, what is a real negative thing I hear about versatile guys? Um, oh, that they are. One thing I have heard is that, like, y'all are terrible bottoms. Really? Yeah. Because the, the, thing, the, thing, the thing I've heard <laughs> that, like, y'all, what's the term? It's like you are, like, um, what's the thing, like, you're, like, you can do it all, but you're a master of none? The jack of all trades, but a master of none? Mm. The rudity. <laughs> I've heard that. I don't necessarily subscribe, but I've heard that. Mm. I've definitely heard that before. That's a first. That is a real first. You know, but you know, I haven't heard that. You know, for me, ho is life, so I hear a lot of shit in, in the um in the ether. Gotcha, Lanisha. Yeah. What you know, her chair? Why she slander us now? Why she do it? This half I mean, not the bad. First of all, I don't have slander. I actually have a story. Well, it, it is a hotel, so I got to tell a tale, honey. Let's do it. So there was this, this fine gentleman, fine mm-hmm. gentleman, and um, he wanted my booty cat, mm-hmm. and... I had said fine, mm-hmm. you know, and I went to the house. Oh, Lord. It was one in the morning. What? Damn. And I, I was the, and I went to the hood. Shall I went to the hood. Okay. Of divergence. <laughs> when I tell you that man gave me some of the best sex of my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. No problem. He had, he had me giving him my moisture, and I didn't touch myself. The bitch, did you say giving? Him? <sighs> I, I gave him some moisture, and I didn't touch myself. <laughs> See that versatile spirit? That versatile spirit? Like that versatile spirit inside of you? <laughs> y'all, y'all watch, y'all watch Lovecraft Country. You got that versatile spirit inside of you? Yeah, I'm. I'm I cannot. I don't have enough and, alcohol for this. And let's just say he became a regular thing. Oh, for how long? Two years. Two. Oh, shit. You had an entanglement with a verse man? 
Mm-hmm. You did. It's all right. It's all right. It's okay. It's okay. This is safe space. It's okay to admit it. It's okay. It's I stupid. have been. I hold on. What happened? I got a phone call. Anyway, oh shit! So I remember, and it it changed my view on verse man because at first I just honestly had the stereotype. I was just like, I don't want to deal with a verse man. They're not really for me. Like, you know, the same thing that a lot of people would say about verse men. Like, I just don't feel, really feel like being bothered type situation. Like, just give me a top. But then eventually, sexually, it's like, I feel like verse men know the body better. Mm-hmm. So, it's just now I'm like, I want to verse take my, my cootie cat, you know. Let him get a little, get up in that thing, lift it, mm-hmm. lift, lift my spirits up, you know, put it in my butt, you know, all that good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I'm not. <clears throat> Yo, so here's a question that I have. Um, so I remember when I was younger, I used to get like low key irritated by the bottoms who were very much like. I'm not letting no burst. I'm not letting no nigga on my back that's ever had dick before. I've heard that before. What? And I don't know if any of you have ever subscribed to that notion before in your no, life. No, my, my self-esteem was too low. Any dick I could get back there was good enough for me. <laughs> God damn it. I, like, I had many options back in the day, so child. Say, so take it where you can get it, huh? Exactly. But I just, I've never understood that. Like, why? And... I guess y'all can't speak for them, but it's just I don't understand why they think like that. Like, cause it's still somebody to this day that still like they still own that shit. Well, it's 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 basically toxic masculinity and misogyny. That's exactly what it is. Right. Yeah. That, you know what? I mean, cause my thing is this: I think dick is dick when you try to get a job done. Like, I don't give a fuck what you are. I don't let bottoms hop on the back. I don't give a fuck what you are. As long as you got a hard dick and, and let's say operative word, hard dick. Because you niggas and your gummy ass fucking dicks always press a hop on somebody goddamn back and you can't hold your fucking erection. All the goddamn rubbers and motherfucking rubber bands, all the Viagra and fucking Royal Honeys and fucking world ain't saving niggas and your lazy ass fucking sloppy ass dicks. I hate you niggas with gummy dicks. I hope you all, I hope you all take a long walk off a short building, you sorry ass pieces of shit. Oh shit. And you got the curve to walk into somebody goddamn bear. You know your dick don't work. And you walk into somebody, you know you're in there with a full vixen. And you know your dick don't fucking work. You, you see the gleam off the moonlight from my pussy nigga. And you come in with a soft dick that ain't working. My pussy is supreme. I feel like it is inherently disrespectful to walk in somebody's house but yet I'm the villain when I don't when I I'm the villain when I paint you but you but you walk in here with a with a limp dick that ain't fucking been raised right. I come here disrespectful in my own house. You motherfucking you mother I just sat in that toilet and with that shower for an hour, hour and a half to clean myself up with some good meat and you can't get the meat delivered the way I wanted to. Like, come on, bro. Get the fuck up out of here. Get your lazy, get, get your lazy ass up out of here. Ooh we. Y'all better stop playing on his pussy time. That's I think shit. Should, I think shit is disrespectful. But I just think that niggas are just like, I mean, it just it's just misogyny. I, it can't be anything else around it. It's just like, what does what the? And this is the thing, especially when like we just trying to fuck. I'm right. trying to get, 
I'm trying to get a nut. I don't really care what you did. I don't care what your credit score is. I don't even know. I might not even know what your name is. Um, okay. I want to make sure that you can put this meat inside of me. You get the job done. That's all I'm looking for. That's all I'm looking for. <laughs> But exactly. just like these niggas really be on that shit. Like they don't want no it's like versatile men have this really weird um reward system. It's like they are a reward when you have a top, you can get to like top, bottom for you, but they are a detriment when you're at bottom and you meet a guy who's been fucked. So it's like and like the whole process, I mean, even that is based in misogyny, like wanting to like get a guy to, to be penetrated, you both are tops. See who can top who first. That's another form of misogyny, but I think that's a whole right. situation. But like, I I don't know. I I mean, and some of you girls, Uh-oh. some of you girls, you take what you can get. <laughs> Say it again. Some of you girls, you take what you can get, because y'all missing out on ten inch dicks because they had somebody else inside their booty hole. And let me tell you, I don't miss out on no ten inch dick for nobody. <laughs> Say that shit again, baby. Let me tell you, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus could be, Jesus could be off the, Jesus could be off the throne. Say, look, baby, the world about to end. You want to come on? I said, Jesus, I need just, just ten minutes with this young man. Do you see? Just ten, just ten minutes. Just, just, just let me get, let me just get, a, let me get nice and wet and frothy, and we can go on, go on, go on to glory together. But let me just finish. I just, I just got one mortal sin. I just need to do real quick. <laughs> Before we, before we before we head off the glory, and swear to God, I swear to God, um, Mary Magdalene, Mary, um, Ray Charles, all of them said like, look at this nigga, look at this nigga. He ought, he ought to love the goddamn apocalypse. He got to get some dick. <laughs> I said I hate sissies. I, I said why did you write them in the Bible and you stay sissies? Um. <laughs> no, see, I, I hope the whole apocalypse. Oh shit! Yo, I, I've just I've never understood that whole deal. And it used to bother me when I was younger. As I got older, I was like, "Fuck the bitches! Anybody got time for that shit?" Because you're missing out on good dick. It's period. It, it just it. That's just it. Point blank. And personal niggas are better in bed anyway. I mean, you know. I mean, I mean Nora, you know, you a good top, ain't you? When you talk, I'm good at everything, baby. <laughs> I'm good at everything. You know, I, I, I personally, I, I genuinely just don't give a fuck about that extra shit. It's well, just like uh, I'll let you know when when I when the COVID is over, I'll slide on down to wherever you at, and we can go ahead and get this thing and run through. And I and I'll give you my stamp, and I and I'll sub I'll subtweet you on Twitter. Yeah. No, you gonna at me, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no sub. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know Ain't I got no girl sub. Where, like, you know, I don't mind like at niggas be like, yeah, he got some good dick. Y'all didn't hit this nigga up. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna be at it. You know, these girls, you know, these girls, you know, they know when I talk about dick, I'm talking about dick. Yes, this is true. I mean, I do the same. I, that's, like, why, hey, that's, why that's why I don't waste my reviews just on anybody. <laughs> Hello? Hello. You better not waste time. No, because the niggas know that like they, they'll believe me, and I'm like, I, I have a brand to to protect. I have, I have authenticity to protect. Come on now. Maybe I hate just like niggas like good dick reviews, and it ain't true. I'm not. I don't know about most of these girls, but I'm the one bottom that will sit here and tell you, no, he got good dick. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, you going over there? That's some good dick right there. Go. Mm. I just I just went on a little rant about that on Twitter about um. 
he gonna cuss me out. Um, I'm a. Yeah. You have to name a name. You have to name a name if you don't want to. Uh, Eric. Um, mm-hmm. Eric had. Eric had some good. Eric. Like, mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna say Eric. <laughs> I think. Let me put a pin. Right. Put the pin in uh, it's it's on my Twitter. It's you know I I I I, I definitely added him. <laughs> um, but I mean it it was good. It was good, and um he you know he's in New York now. Um, oh, and, um, oh 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 oh! God damn! I have too much of a. I'm too much of a fuzzy for that. Henry, he never said that, bitch. <laughs> you know back. I'm a fuzzy. <laughs> Henry, come back. I will send you the app name because I know exactly who he's talking about. Uh-uh, I'm going through his timeline now. Fuck y'all. Keep talking. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. I mean, I'm, I'm, keep telling your fucking story. I'm about to see. I'm about to go through your timeline. <laughs> and deep, but, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean it, 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 honestly, there really isn't much to it. Like, he... um. He's a top. I mean, we just did All our right, thing. Alright, so I see me the real quick because I'm having, I'm getting stressed out. I don't know. What <laughs> 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 it's not going to this, this is investigative journalism. Name. Somebody send me the app. <laughs> I can call this nigga right now. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay. So I, 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 have a, I got it. Go I have a question for the bottoms in the room. Talk about it. The strict bottoms in the room. Um. Damn. Has, okay. I mean, I just we just have to clarify here. Um, have you all ever, well, I'm sure that you both have. Oh, wow. What? Okay. I sent in the at, I sent the at name. Okay. okay. Talk about so. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What happened? Talk about that. Um, so. so offline. Offline. So, offline. Yeah, have you all cause, yeah, because, like, me and that person are on speaking terms right now. Oh, oh no. Oh, and we have, and we have a very, and we have a very long history, and... Why we fell out was really, really. I don't. Even, I, I mean, it wasn't necessarily like even a fallout. It was just like I said something that upset him, and I was like light joking, but I didn't think it was gonna really like really upset him. And he really stopped speaking to me because of it. Shit. Okay. And, offline Yeah, that's an offline conversation. He's such a sweetheart too. Yeah. He's a sweetheart, but he just, he just. I don't know. I, 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 I love that man, and and I don't on purpose, like. But I mean, let me be very clear. I'm not trying to reconcile either. <laughs> there it is. Because my oh. spirit, my spirit ain't built for that anymore. It's like if I if I had, I'm at, I'm at a space where now it's like if I had malicious intention, then I will apologize. But if I have malicious intention, I mean, I meant that I still shouldn't be apologizing. Right. Yeah. Um, but if I didn't have malicious intent, you know, just girl, let it go. But you know, clearly he um. He didn't like my joke too much, and no. I caught him at a trying time. And you know, when, when, and, and, and when you find out what I said, you can see why he was mad. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> like, like what the my fuck did you say? Well, my bottom's in the room. Mm-hmm. Over the course of your bottom career, mm. how career. many times mm. have you topped? Mm. And which one is the most memorable? Give us these. Ladies first, Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs> Lanisha. Lanithia. Come on, Effie. 
Credits was supposed to fuck me. Tell us your story. We all got pain. We all got pain, Effie. Okay, shit. All right. All right. So, 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 how many pegs do you have in your in your top bag from your bottom career? This man said pegs. Get the fuck out of my face. Right. I mean, you know, that's what it feels like. Feel like you're pegging. See, there you go. You don't even feel like yourself. I don't know who I am when I'm talking. I hate it. <laughs> I, I hate that emotion. I hate that emotion. That that spirit. That that talk. I hate that. <laughs> That's when that Shawshank haberdashery come out. The, uh, I don't like that spirit. I like oh, to keep God. that Henrietta Agatha good pussy the third. I like to keep it right there. Mm-hmm. So, in my belt of times that I have flopped. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, flip flop. Sometimes I have flops. Okay. Um, <laughs> shut up, Nori. <laughs> My mic sounds nice. <laughs> um, I am at a solid ten plus. Um, okay. the most memorable one that I had it was actually the night of my birthday, and this was two years ago. Um, I was called over by one of my flings and um let's just say there was some greenery there's some liquor mm-hmm. and next thing i know i'm getting head oh, okay. and i'm being told to come fuck me and that's it right i did I, I did just that okay I did just that. Mm-hmm. Lord, I did just that. Oh, somebody's going back down the hole. Okay. I, I, Literally. I, no, that's not, that's, that's regret. That's not the hole. That's regret. I'm out. It's far from regret. It's far that's from regret. spirit of regret. It's far from regret. It was damn good. <sighs> it okay. was damn good. All right. Henry. Henry is on mute. Okay, I'm back. I'm sorry. Now, 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 you're asking me, like, what was my, how many times I've done it? So, mm-hmm. uh, how many times over your career, and then which one was the most memorable and why? Um, I have to say it probably had been probably about, like, eight times? Eight or nine? Really? I have to, yeah, it hasn't been a lot. And, okay. And five of them were in New York since I've been here the last three years. Wow. New York brings out a different kind of level of freaking people. Um, <laughs> I don't know what is about New York. There's something in the water. It's a spirit. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> for me, that for me that is Atlanta. There's some kind of lust spirit in 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 um in New York. I don't know what it is. It's a lust spirit. I don't know where, where she comes from. But I think also too that people are much more okay with like feminine and masculine representation in New York. So it's like it doesn't really matter how feminine mask you are. It's like if you got it, they gonna take it. Okay. I'd be somebody fetish too. It's a law of averages. But I remember I had a friend over my apartment who was relocating to New York. He needed somewhere to stay for a couple of days. And I was like, oh, you come sleep at my place. Fine, everything's great. And at the time, I should smoke um, clothes, black, blacks. Yes, the jarms. Yeah, the jarms. I used to smoke them. Um, so funny. I, saw, I quit smoking a year ago this month. Yay for me. Um, I, I smoked me a mean dick, though. Um, come on. 
but he hit me up. I was outside and, and I was I was dressed just like this outside, do rag just like this with some slides on, just you like this that? outside the house, smoking a jar. He was like, "What you doing?" I was like, "I'm just chilling outside smoking." He was like, "Come over and fuck me." I walked with no shirt on in the middle of summer in, in New York. He lived two blocks away. I walked straight to his house. He was like six two. I'm only five seven. Yes! He was tall and slender. He was a dancer. Um, he had big old quads, big old like hamstrings, mm. ass legs for fucking days. A smooth ass pussy. And I went in there just like start eating them out, and then I just started digging them out. And he had his ass was a problem. I had to stop fucking him. He was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that spirit? No, because he made he. he <laughs> He bought the nigga out of me, and I did not like to see him. <laughs> I used to love fucking him. My dick would get bricked for him. Like I would be like, "Yo, let me just put it in your pussy." But okay, but so I have like, a small <laughs> confession. I have a small confession. I never come from penetrating a guy. Huh? Mm. For some reason I can't figure out how to achieve orgasm. So I just never come from penetrating. That's why I'm, that's never why I think I'm not big on topping. Not because I think it's disgusting or foul or anything like that. I think it's just a thing of I just it's like it's like okay, so bribe me for a little bit here. So I wrote okay. for for Soul LGBT. I'm a sex columnist. You girls don't know. Um, and I talk about like, are you really versatile? And I think the thing that happens is is that like. Guys really aren't as versatile as they say they are. I think guys are intrinsically a top or a bottom, and then romantically or in safe situations, they'll flip. So, I like for me, I'm intrinsically a bottom. I love bottoming. That's my skill set. That's, that's my lifeblood. That's who I am. Now, I mean, if I'm in a romantic situation where I feel very safe with someone, my dick will rise to the occasion and I will fuck the shit out of you like you stole from me. Honk that horn, bitch. But I find that a lot of guys are, are, are saying that they're versatile when they really aren't. So, like, when you're on Jack and it's just hookup purposes, don't tell me you're versatile. If you only primarily you're going to just go on the top and you may have a moment you may let niggas slide, depending on if they have some kind of thing that you're looking for, then, like, let them just slide and it just be what it is. But stop selling that you're versatile when you can't flip-flop or you can't manage both polarities and their full capacities at the same time. Okay, so, so, so let me interject. And because I was going to bring this up, um, I had a conversation with a friend about me referring to myself as verse because there are very few times where I want to flip flop. So because I'm the kind of guy like when I meet someone, how I'm attracted to them is how I'm attracted to them. So if I meet you and I say like if I met you, Henry, and I was like, Henry got a fat ass. I'm trying to dig in that box. I can't mentally um see myself letting you top me does that make sense right or like or like i'll meet guys and i will be like like for instance um just to be brutally honest like when i first met marlon i had a crush on Marlon. in my mind i thought marlon was a top so even <laughs> now it is hard for me to process marlon bottoming for anyone because i have position him as a top and that's that mm-hmm. okay so there are very few times where i meet someone and i'm just like i want that ass and that dick at the same time right now i have flip-flop before 
and that is another spirit that I don't like. <laughs> it's a beautiful spirit when it's done right. Baby, baby. I don't. I mean, like my whole undercarriage from Ruta to Tuta, all that shit was hurting. Cause that nigga fucked the shit out of me. I fucked the shit out of him, and it just kept going and going. I flip flopped twice, and when I tell you, I remember like when I was in DR, I went to DR takeover with my ex um, years ago, and we ended up having we ended up starting to have a threesome on the beach with this guy, which led us going back to the room, and me being in the middle of the versatile sandwich. So yeah, I, got yeah, my, yeah. I got my ex's 10 inch curved Jamaican dick inside of me, and I got my dick inside of this nigga while I'm drinking his like nine inch dick. And, and I'm and we all pinned up looking at each other, fucking each other. Cal, my spirit was so weary. <laughs> Not weary. Cal, my spirit was so weary. I was like, when that shit was done, I, I, I didn't even want a nut. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm I weak. Was like Vanessa. I had big fun with the wretched. <laughs> <laughs> in Baltimore. I had, I had Baltimore. donuts in Wilmington in Cliff. I had I had donuts in Wilmington, Delaware. Like, I was living my life. So and then also, oh man. Versatile, man, I swear if I knew how to nut from being versatile, you niggas would hate me. It is, it, is, it is nothing but God that is saving me from the rest of these motherfucking bottles out here. Let me tell you. Because my Do sex you think it's is a- monstrous. And let me tell you, I ain't, got, I ain't got a fleet. And I can just go ahead and just fuck, man. Listen, it's, it's I, beautiful. I, wish, I wish there was some type of warning to how hyperactive your sex drive becomes in your 30s. I wish someone... It's going to get worse when you turn 40. Uh-huh. See, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't. It's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse. Because literally, I I turned thirty three on Friday, and I've caught myself thinking, like I looked at myself disgusted one day. I was like, Nori, you're a fucking perv. <laughs> because that's literally, I think about music, Jasmine Sullivan, and fucking. <laughs> Oh my god. That is all I think about. <laughs> so like I was just like, damn man, you a nasty bitch. It, I cackled a little bit, but yeah. I don't know. I haven't I haven't I haven't reached that point yet. I, 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 I'm almost over. ashamed of myself. New York has made sex so accessible. I'm ashamed. I remember I fucked I remember one day I fucked five dudes in one day. You are my whole idol and I live here. <laughs> Baby. I could never. Cause I, I, fuck, cause I, I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up. I double booked that morning. Okay. Yes. And I had this five four top. No five three. He was five three. His five three top coming Ooh. through the field, nine inch dick. And we ended up becoming fuck buddies after that. He moved to Atlanta. He dogged the shit out my pussy. I was uh, I was in love. But then the other guy was like, "What time will we come?" I said, "Oh, so Bob, let's teach you a little lie." Just say you still fleeting or that you just waking up and then hop in the shower. It could take you an hour to fleet. So by the time you the fuck, they don't last long if you got good pussy. So you can fuck him and then you, and then like after he done fucking you and coming in, you know, you know, Raw's law. Um, <laughs> yes! um, let me not say that because girls get mad. We say Raw's law. Mm, he nasty. Girl, fuck y'all. We all having raw sex. Um, but he fucked me. They like went to the bathroom. See, I have class. I pushed the nut out. I respect him. 
Henry got this <laughs> smile and these lips, and then like he talks to you in a way that just like is like, you want to give me this pussy? But I'm gonna make you wait for this dick. Yep. And when I'm ready to give you this dick, you gonna love me and you gonna say you love me. But yeah. also Henry's a Scorpio too, and I'm a Pisces, so those energies cannot be in the same. It's like it's like it's like you know when the front is in Africa and the back is in China. Get you some sex that blend. Like I can't fuck with niggas. I can't fuck with no Scorpio. The niggas is dangerous. Oh, I can't fuck with no Scorpio. Like as a water sign, I don't fuck Scorpios like that. They dangerous. That's too much. That's too much. That's too much in the puss. I can't have no Scorpios. Yeah, they, they, oh, they, they create problems in my life. Oh shit. Okay. Do the bottoms have any what? questions for the versatile men? You said what? I said, do the resident bottoms have any questions for the versatile men? Um, hmm. I have a question. Sure. How how would you suggest? Oh, I got a really I got two good questions. This okay. Is okay. To my own, this is on to my own personal life. Do you think a relationship that is monogamous can work between a versatile person and a non-versatile person? Absolutely. <sighs> Absolutely. I don't think that I don't think there's a blanket answer for that because it depends on their needs. That's true too. Because if you consider like if you consider someone like me, if I'm in a relationship with the top and I'm like, I met him at the top, I see him at the top, I can't fathom him doing anything else to me but top, I I'm probably gonna look elsewhere. And that and that's very close-minded of me and, and I own that. But and I wish I wasn't this way, but it is what it is. But see, that's your truth. The reason why I say that it absolutely can happen is because, first of all, you have to have a situation where both parties are coming into this understanding where the lines are drawn in the sand, but also understanding that when you are in love and committed to someone in a monogamous fashion like that, that the 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 limit actually doesn't exist. Like okay. you have you you're walking into it with roles and mm. you know hard stances on your sexual proclivities, but for real, for real, when you love that nigga for real, yeah, you're gonna scratch the itch when it needs to be scratched. Period. Cause y'all in right. together. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it absolutely can happen, but both people need to come into it being sure of who they are and also understanding that their love is gonna take them places that they're probably not it's going to be way different than just some we just fucking type shit. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like, if I'm in it to win it with you and it's just going to be me and you and that's what it is, then we understand that, okay, I know you versatile and I signed up for this. And nine times out of ten, you're probably not even going to have to ask me to fuck you at the bottom. Like, right. at some point, it's going to be like, I want to please my man and that's what I'm going to do. So, Right. Because, like, I think, I think, like, part of me, like, I think this thing, like, for me is, like, my most of my sexual awakening happened within my six-year relationship. So, being outside of it now for a year, I'm actually back in the mode of, like, wanting to date again. But mm-hmm. I run into a lot of versatile men. And I will say COVID has made people more open to dating for some reason. I don't know why. I agree. Right. It's something in the end. Mm. <laughs> no, dead ass. Because, like, everybody's like, a boyfriend right now. Maybe just me. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. But I've met a few guys where I'm just like, oh, you're lit, you're interested, but you're versatile. And that gives me pause if you want monogamy out of it. Mm. And I'm mm. not saying that, like, and I'm, and I'm a firm believer that, like, you know, if that person, that, that, that certain didn't say qua, it could work. 
I will also be open to admit that, like, for some reason, I'm getting older. Um, Non-monogamy doesn't seem so much feasible for me anymore. I don't know what happened mm -hmm. at 40, but I have slowly lost my taste for open relationships. I don't know what it is now. And, and you know, I used to be, like, really big for that shit, Marlon. I mm -hmm. still support, but just, like, I don't think necessarily it's for me anymore. Um, okay. I think that, like, as I've gotten older and being 40 now, I'd like to be as, as least complicated as possible. So... Mm -hmm. I don't have time to be like running the streets and being on Jack and pleading for niggas that's not my man and missing meals to people that's not my man. Hello. And, and like, and, and don't get me wrong. I think while there's some things in non-monogamy which are really great, um, I think the thing that happens just generally as men that's a benefit of non-monogamy is still being able to have love and commitment and devotion in your life, but also still being able to have the thrill of the chase too. Cause that chase baby, that that getting on, that adrenaline rush from getting online, talking to niggas, what's good? You coming through? You sharing a new new dick? It's like yo, like I'm here. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't done that mm. in so long. I don't even know what that's like anymore. Oh, well, child, I know when I was in my relationship, child, I was fucking like, I was fucking, I was fucking him, I was fucking child, spreading his pussy. What's your second but, question, Henry? Uh, my second question is. Um, if you are primarily one or the other, how do you teach someone to become become versatile? Do you think it's teachable, or do you think that like they just will never have it? It's teachable, because um, I think what I think a lot of it is. I think for some who are as confident as you are in their sexuality, you know what you are, but you don't mind experimenting elsewhere. With my pause. experiences, pause. I will openly and publicly admit that I have immense anxiety around topics. Emits like crippling, like breaking out in a whole in a, in a cold sweat. I have to like stop breathing and then leave the room. Like that's how bad it gets sometimes. And I'm and I'm Ooh. not saying that like. I mean, I've been like like I've really been behind a dude that started hyperventilating. Okay. And and I understand that. And what I was going to get to was that if for most people it's been a safety and security thing, because a lot of guys they won't admit, they just feel like they cannot they won't be able to perform and not right. even just perform, but satisfy and that you wouldn't be honest with them in that regard. Like, yeah, you're, it, it did suck, but it can be better. But um, I think for me, like I can use my ex as a recent example. Um, my ex is the first stop. Um, and he didn't mind bottoming. Um, he was okay with it. It was, it was very few times where he wanted it. But for me, um, like Marlon said, when love comes into play, you know, things kind of like right. switch up a little bit. Um, and it ended up, I felt uncomfortable topping him because, um, this is what he does primarily. Like, am, am I going to perform well enough for him? Um, and then it, it turned into open dialogue about sex and what we needed. And, and I think any of that stuff is possible if you are willing to be transparent about what you're what you like and what you feel that you are good at um because some people don't want to have that they just think you should know um i was talking to a guy the other day and he was talking about the difference between slow stroking and drilling and he said specifically that no bottom has ever told him how they want to be fucked mm. that he did that they just walked in the room and you're supposed to know um, so once we had that conversation in actuality, I would say the latter part of our relationship, I pretty much did all the topping. 
Um, and a lot of that, and it wasn't that I didn't feel like I could perform in general. It was more so I didn't feel like I could perform with him because I loved him and the idea of me letting him down sexually and potentially losing him or him going someplace else, that bothered the shit out of me. So I was just like, you know what? Like, let's have this talk. And when we talked and, and he literally said, like, I'm satisfied. You, you did your thing. I was like, bet. Let's go again. And again. Right. And again. So literally the latter part of my relationship, I would say like the last three or four months we were together, I probably bought him once. Right. See, like, I think that, like, if I'm in a relationship and I'm with someone and, and it came down to, like, flip-flopping, I think I'd probably be fine because I'll allow them to finish the job by them topping me. But I feel mm. like if it was a situation where, like, I was just, like, primarily just topping, I have immense anxiety. I think people, and I think, I think, and I, and I openly will admit I have a lot of trauma behind topping because I grew up, like, like, I was born in 1980. I came out in 1998. I grew up in the era of a homophobe. So right. if you mm. come on, B boy no, blues, there was no great area of masculinity and femininity like there is now. So for me, is that like I wasn't masculine presenting. I was 125 pounds when I was 18. It was just like you not no man, you not know any of this. So just like okay, well I'm relegated to being a bottom for the most part. So my psychosis, I've had to like unlock and break down. And like even like 22 years later, I still have issues with wanting to be a talk with someone like every time that i've talked has been unplanned or unplanned i can think anytime i walked switching where i was like oh i'm coming over like i want some ass like, like uh. <laughs> it always just like happens so for that one mm-hmm. guy I was talking about earlier where he was just like he was that nigga where like i was into him like i like i wanted to be inside that box like ups you know, um, and it's, it's funny that you said that because I, I think what we don't also talk about is a lot of us um, subscribe to heteronormative bullshit. Right. And what's not talked about enough is how versatility plays into that. And right. for myself, I found dating to be hard because a lot of guys don't understand my dynamic. Even when I explain it, it's not a thing that they can really comprehend. Because for me, um, I'm a boss in every aspect of my life. Like I'm the go-to person in my family. Um, I'm the eldest child. Um, I'm one of the eldest cousins, but you know, all that good shit. I've been in management in restaurants for years. So because I've always been a boss, I don't want to come home and do the same thing. So for me, I find myself being drawn to tops because they have a take charge mentality and they don't mind doing that. Like I I can, and I hate to say it like this, but I don't mind playing that role because it mentally gives me a break. Um, But when it comes to the sex part of it, that's where there's always been conflict. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I, because they think, well, you know, if you're going to do this outside of the bedroom, especially for me, liking older guys and the majority of the guys that I've, I'm dating. Baby, baby, let me tell you right now, once you go old, you never go cold. You, <laughs> listen, I understand. 
I mean, because for me, I've always, from 18 on up, no lies told, the ideal dating bracket for me has been like 36 to 42. Even at a younger age, I've always been able to vibe well with that age bracket. So for someone like that, and for some people who tend to be, that doesn't always work out in my favor. You find a lot of men are set in their ways. They've become confident in who they are. They know what they like. They They know what they don't like. And here I come. And I'm playing submissive because I don't want to deal with bullshit. And then when we get in the bedroom, I'm like, so is it my turn? Can I, are you going to lay in your stomach and call for me? Is this not a thing? Um, so that, that's been a problem for me, honestly. Because nobody really gets it. See, I, I, and I like, I listen to conversations like this and I realize that I'm, a lot different, like, because I've always taken my versatility very seriously. Um, because I started off as a bottom because I didn't know no better. But when I got older and realized that I had a swing set, a slide, uh, two rocking horses, a seesaw, Come on, a four sand dune, um, and a motherfucking tire wheel, you're going to play on this whole playground or you're not going to play at all. And unless I'm in the mood to put you on just one toy, we're going to do everything. You know, uh, relationship-wise, I ain't at a strict nothing yet because I just don't play that. Like, you can start off getting one or the other, but at some point, I'm going to introduce you to some new things and we're going to change your mind a little bit because that's I it. Can't. You know, uh, in as I got older, like mid twenties, on up into my thirties, I've topped a whole lot more than I've bottomed. Um, and I think that that's because I just got tired of people playing in my face. <laughs> Stop <laughs> like, playing in my face. <laughs> like you know, if you're gonna, cause you're gonna have to do the box right. You can't just get back there and not know what you're doing, cause I'm gonna be mad. Um, but also in that there is a certain amount of fluidity that I have in myself that I've come to realize and really accept um, where I don't really like, I don't have real, any very hard edges. Like, I'm able to go with the flow and do a little bit of everything. Like, my life is embedded in versatility. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't really do a whole you know, who's more masculine or anything in my mind. If I see you and I'm fucking with you, I can see you doing it all because I want it all. You know, now, how much time it takes to convince you of my fantasy is another question altogether. But, yeah, so, I don't know. It's just, that's how I feel about it. Versus life. Mm. You look disgusted, Lanithia. What the problem is, gal? Tada, help me say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I waited for that. Uh, oh, my my, it, You know, talking about this just brings up my former, like, a lot of thoughts to my former relationship. And... I think one of the things I never talked about publicly was this was exactly why it ended. It was one of the main factors. I dated a a complete verse and it got to a point where he wanted 
basically he wanted me to talk more, but I'm like, I it was I wasn't comfortable with it. Truth be told, I wasn't. And do, do you know why you weren't comfortable with it? Were you honest with yourself in that regard? I was honest with myself, I didn't care for it. It like it wasn't my cup it honestly wasn't my cup of tea. I'm like don't be wrong, once in the blue, yes, but all like basically all the time or whenever you want it, it's doesn't coincide with when I want it and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a, there, there's a fine line between changing who you are for someone and compromise. And mm-hmm. that's tough in regards to not only the bedroom, but in any facet of a relationship. Like how much do you give to compromise without losing yourself. Mm. And and that's a tough that's tough. Yeah. That it is. Very much, very <laughs> much that it is. Cause Come I'm on, Ayala Van Nori. For real. Cause I've been in some situations <laughs> where I tried to compromise and it didn't work out in my favor. Baby, <laughs> pretty pretty acquire. But you know what? I think that a lot of that, a lot of that has to do with the fact that there, there's two points to this for me. Um, number one, people are not giving enough weight to how much sex is mental than it is physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to be really mentally prepared and in it to do a lot of shit. You know, that's where a lot of this performance anxiety and stuff like that, like, you know, performance anxiety is a real fucking thing. And I've experienced it and it's just not fucking cool. You know, I went from a point in my life where I was used to, I got to the point where I was laying down pipe for hours at a time, turning motherfuckers out, and then you get into um, a relationship with someone and, and the mental kind of shifts and you realize that, at least for me, because I'm a pleaser. So as we like touched on earlier, if I feel like I'm not pleasing my partner or they want something that I feel like I can't give at that moment, it literally fucks up my whole mojo. And yeah. that shit sent me spiraling down into a hole of depression, self-doubt, and all types of other shit. The second part to that is, is that there are not enough people out here that are willing and able to have vocal and honest conversations about sex. Mm-hmm. Like, it's too many motherfuckers, as we saw earlier in the conversation, that expect motherfuckers to just come in a room and know what the fuck you like. No, bitch. Like, what do you like to do? What do you need? What do you need from me in this moment? Like, how do you like it? How do you want it? It's not enough motherfuckers out here being able to have that conversation. There's too many of us, like, walking around thinking that this shit is a motherfucking add-on jack where I can see whether you get... Oh, shit. I was... I, look, I went back to the man for now. I was like, seeing whether you was a red, yellow, or green dot, bitch. Like, what the fuck? Now, now that's my <laughs> time. That's my Hello, time. Hello, old men for now. Um, but Get yeah, it. like coming there and like the dot's supposed to be over your head and it has like everything I need to know about you and about what you like about fucking like it don't work like that. You, it's okay to have a conversation about what you do and what you don't like and what you want and what you don't want. But see, I think a lot of that plays into insecurities and 
unfortunately, mm. not all of us are at a place where we can openly discuss that, especially right. in regards to sex. Right. Like, because the, the idea, especially with, with performance anxiety, the idea is we can say, like, I just don't like it. And for some, that may be the case. And I'm not trying to discredit or, or make anybody else's story or truth come across as invalid. I guess for me, um, a lot of people, from my experience, they've it's, it's strictly been a mental thing and it's strictly been about them not being able to, to please. The idea of losing your partner to someone else. And I think a lot of guys in my generation specifically, we say we're into monogamy and we say, I mean, polygamy and all this good stuff and sideline homes and blah, 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 blah. I think that's a cop out. A lot of us want monogamy. And the idea of not being able to be everything for your partner and then still having that insecurity when it comes to sex, that shit will fuck you up. But no one, no one's going to say that. No one's going to say, hey, I have an average dick. I've seen you tweet about big dicks. I'm scared. No one's going to say that. Exactly. No one. No one is going to say that. Baby, they say it to me all the time. Ooh, they say it to me all the time. Well, well, see, I don't. I I've never. I've only experienced that maybe twice. Well, when a guy came to me and specifically said, "Look, you're attractive. I'm sure you get a lot of pull." I had to show my DMs to show him that was not the case. But more or less, he was just like, "I'm pretty sure you used to all these big dicks." I ain't that. I've only had that one time. But see, you know what? It's re- <laughs> go ahead, Henry. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I say this very clearly? I, I, I like to. I like to. Like to make two points. Um, Nora, you made a very valid point. Number one is that I think that like sex is the easiest thing to compromise and to agree upon in relationships. And then when you fail in that area, it haunts your self-esteem and the overall relationship. And I think people don't realize when you have performance issues in a relationship, regardless if it's just like an erection or you're not taking dick well or you being able to keep up with the frequency of your sex partner's sexual needs, that shit is, is damaging and heartbreaking. And I think that people need to have much more comprehensive conversations around what they have within sex and what they expect. A lot of the reasons why I hook up via Twitter versus going to Jack because on Twitter, I'm allowed to have much more comprehensive conversations with guys about what they are, what they prefer, what they like. That's why a lot of times these niggas don't know what I'm telling y'all niggas now, you are being auditioned and you don't even realize it. (laughs) Put put that out there very clearly. Um, Another point is um, I get a lot of guys a lot of times, and it happened today when I tweeted that I fucked Corey Corey years ago. It's like, what my so what my dick want to do? And I'm just like, a size queen. Be, me being a size queen is my problem, not yours. And I think the problem that happens with tops is, especially with guys who are, who, who who have penetrative sex, is that. The ego of the top is much more fragile, fragile than the ego of the bottom. Yes. Like, y'all can't manage the, the kind of disrespect that we endure on a regular basis. Yes. Tell like, them. Because besides the body, besides the body shaming, the slut shaming, you gonna paint, you dirty, the whole fat rabbit killer situation with that young man and that um and that very um warped booty hole is like they attack him, attack the bottom, not attack fat rabbit killer. Not always hard, dick. 
But no one ever talks yeah. about the fact that his dick is not always completely hard. And that's, <laughs> a, and that's an after show well. conversation. That's an after show conversation. I, I got further things about that shit. But because me and him aren't cool, I'm not going to go in on, 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 on your um, podcast. Um, but I just find that like the way we handle bottoms is totally the way we handle tops. But me, but me being a size queen, he instantly fractures a man's self-esteem because it becomes like, well, I may not have enough dick for you. Or I read your profile and it says you like big dicks. I do. But I didn't say what that big dick looked like. That big dick hmm. could be eight inches really thick for me. I just that like dick could be, That dick could be hitting the undercarriage for me. On a man. Now, if you got girth and length, great. If you just got huh. girth, great. If you got length, the word. But you can't, but you got to have at least one or the other. Um, but at the end of the day, the like, I think, I think that the like the whole size queen thing is so like you you want to see you want to see a top crumble and fall like like a, like like the World Trade Towers. Tell him that you're a size queen. That will, <laughs> that, will that will wreck his entire spirit yep. every fucking time. It is it is the, it is the saddest, most disheartening thing I see about tops. And then the misogyny comes out. Well, you a loose booty bottom. No, bitch. Your dick is small, and my tunnel of love ain't meant for no chunks. So when you get the meat, which you would... Let, let me say, let me read here. Let me get up. <laughs> Come on now. You make, you, make him, you make him read me and call me a loose booty bottom, my whole open blah, blah, blah. Let's be very clear. I can always go to the gym and do squats and make my ass bigger, but you would never have a bigger dick. Your dick will always be that small, and you need to always deal with it. We look at that little-ass dick in the mirror every fucking day, and I'm sitting around a motherfucking gym eating good, getting fat, and getting juicy. That butt is getting bigger, but you will never have a bigger dick than what you have. Never. So when you sit here shaming me about me being loose and all that, this mad, you just mad because your dick will never fill up what I need, okay? So tired of motherfucking disrespectful-ass motherfucking talk, always talking about somebody loose. I, I may be loose, but I get that thing to tighten back up. Your dick would never be bigger. I can stop Sir. and get my and get my snap back the way I wanted to, but your dick would never be bigger. You always will be that that little that little shrimp ass dick Ooh. that even motherfucking Ariel won't even eat, eat in the motherfucking ocean. Ooh. Nobody will tuck that motherfucking shrimp, that shrimp dick. Nobody I wants that listen. shit. I'm so tired of niggas getting mad at niggas because they size queens. That is listen. my problem to find dicks that one that I want to be on. If you ain't I got that shit, I'm very quick. I ain't gonna waste your time. I'm, I ain't gonna spare your fucking time. No. Let me say it in French for you, my nigga. No. Let me say it in Spanish for you. No. I'm good. First and, first and foremost, I love when someone says, hey, like, oh, well, you were loose bottom. Like, well, sir, you wanted to fuck. So, exactly what exactly are you trying to say? You were trying you, to fuck you, 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 You're not going to disrespect me because I, de- I declined my offer because you don't have what I like. I'm allowed to say what I don't like. And my thing is that, like, I don't, and, and that, let's be very clear. I am not in the business as sex positive as I am, as a sex columnist as I do, having the sex successful platform that I've always had. I do not like humanizing niggas through sex, especially when so many gay men privately have been through so many, so much sexual trauma whether it be sexual assault, sexual violence, molestation, anything. So my thing, the last thing I want to do is disarm you even further. But what you're not going to do, bitch, is disrespect. What you won't do. That's real. Bitch, you can stop me, bitch, but I'll, I'll finish it. I've never See, had I'm... anybody refer to me as anything like that because, no. <laughs> I fight in real life. 
Like, right. <laughs> right. I, I, I'm dead. I, I fight in real life. It's been, I'll be transparent and be like, I've always, I've fallen into that role of cowering beneath the shadow of a size queen. Like, it's been some motherfuckers that I've really wanted to dig the fuck out, but like, right. It'd be like, oh no, I need. But like, but that's the thing. Set. But that's the thing, Marlon. Like, if we, if, if as a size queen, I want to fuck you, that means you have something that I want, right? But now but you decline my... because you, you, because your self esteem and your ego was hitting. That's a personal problem. Exactly, and I realize that that's a personal problem for me because my thing has always been like I've had to talk myself off the cliff because it's a lot of people. Well, I won't say a lot, but you know, people that claim size queens, like have a certain air about themselves and it's really it's really an air of um self-esteem and self-assurance right right like i know what i like and i'm cool with that like either bring it or don't and i realize that the reason why i cower in those spaces is because i've not always been confident about my own sexual prowess right now on the other end of that is what i've had to tell myself is Marlon, you have never had a complaint. There's not a motherfucker on this earth that can say that they have had sex with Marlon and it was actually that one time that you. <laughs> First of all, you I'm joking, y'all. Wow, I'm joking, y'all. Never had it because you wouldn't stutter about that story. Um, but, and then I didn't want to mention that it was someone that had came to me, and I was like, "Oh my god, stop!" What la, 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 la. I had like, to stop them. So. <laughs> You know, realizing that it's like one of the moments where you have to say, well, bitch, you have to, did you forget who you are? Did you forget what you are capable of doing? Did you forget, like, motherfuckers are still asking for it to this day that you ain't Is this where we play Beyonce's King already? <laughs> Love, okay. Listen. Oh, so, so. I, yeah, I think that the messages you don't respond to that just say hi. That you already know gonna damn well you wouldn't touch them with a fucking fork, um, pitchfork. I respond to everybody. Fuck that. I'm tired of all the faceless profiles on Twitter. Stop doing that shit. Don't add me and then be in my DMs talking about, hey. It be some cuties behind them, though. I give them at least a three message. Mm-mm. No. You get, we get three I'm interactions back and forth. And then I'd be mm-hmm. like, pick. No, fuck that. You get one good high. You better. You brought the conversation here. You better carry this bitch. I didn't ask for this bag. You know what? <laughs> on that top. On that topic, this is random. I met a guy in Colombia that I he changed my mind about freak profiles and not sharing mm-hmm. identity, only because I have never exchanged information with this guy. I have never met this guy in person. But we would be in deep ass dialogue daily. Mm-hmm. And mans would literally be like, hey, how was your day? I saw you tweeted this, but and it was genuine interaction. All I know is he thick as fuck and he got a fat ass. But more or less, he changed my mind about um about freak profiles because at first I would have paid them no attention. But after meeting him and finding a friend in him and us, you know, being confident and, and content with where we were, like this is it. We don't want to take it any further. I was right. like, I'm with the shits. Also, my cash app is in my bio. <laughs> so see, you I'm, want see, my I'm attention like, and you not, ain't sharing no pay, pay for it. See, I'm not for the freak accounts anymore. I used to be like, try to give me some like free Twitter dick. I used to be on that shit. Them niggas, 
I, I, I'll speak for the ones in, in New York and Atlanta. That's where I've lived outside of D.C. It's just like, it's just the ego. It's like, I always got to record. It's like, don't you want just some sex for yourself? Like, why does it have to be so, like, performative? That shit is a turnoff for me. So, like, Yo. I find that the guys who have little to no following have amazing dick. Like, it, it's been someone's... Baby, let me tell you, I have, I have I have run so hard through nobody Twitter. <laughs> I got this. I got this one that's coming this weekend from DC. Well, no one knows. No one pays this man any attention on Twitter, and he is fine. Who he is? Who? See, and he a cancer too. See. Ugh. Come on, come I'm on. disgusted. Right. Man, he fuck man. Man, I was fucking him. The, the I think it was the second time we fucked, or was the third time. I don't know. But I remember I was fucking that nigga, and he's like choked me, and I was riding his dick. Because I, I, you know, I, like let me. I like the rest of you girls. I know how to ride dick. I plant my feet into the bed, not my kneecaps. I don't scoop on the ground. Since, since we it. know how to do it, our knees just hurt. You small. No, uh, <laughs> I'm 240 pounds. I can't do that for more than six. I, I don't have Meg knees. They hurt. I can't. Do I got that. it. I got it for a good still, 33 seconds. Knees, like Meg and the stallion over here, honey. Like my knees still work. So I, I plant the motherfucking knees. I mean, the motherfucking feet, and get the bouncing. And then what you do is you use you use your hands and press it down on their chest or they neck yeah. to, and to lean leverage forward. your weight. Right. So I was choking him and I was riding him. He came all inside me. That shit was hot. Oh, Come on. I swear, yeah. if, he, if he was, if he was local, he'd be perfect. But he's not local, and, and, I, and I don't, and I'm not doing another long distance relationship. I need my. We need the app. We need the app. <laughs> we need the app. We need the app. I can't. I ain't sharing that with nobody. He's too good. We need the app. Shout out to everybody. I have fun. I would never tell nobody who he is. Yo, and, he, yo, and, he, and, he, and he good and dark skin too. He black as fuck. Y'all know I love you. I ain't like nigga. one of these niggas. I ain't, I ain't no. I ain't no. I'm not. Not saying light skin that all black people matter, but you put a dark skin man in front of me, child, baby. It's a wrap. My, that that thing get tooted and booted and red like a baboon's ass, and I think it's. Red. I'm here for it. I love it, especially a blue black nigga with pretty. Yes, yeah, blurple. A blurple. So blacky blue, you stand on the corner and they put mail in his mouth. Baby, all I want to see is teeth when the lights are off. I don't want to see it. shit out. Thank you! Thank you! I want to make a black like Whoopi Goldberg's gums. Thank you, Jesus. Oh! Hallelujah. Oh, God. If you ain't black like Whoopi Goldberg's gums, oh, you just Jesus. need to have a conversation. I like me a black-ass oh, man. Dear. And I ain't one of people where I feel like light-skinned niggas are not capable of being good tops. My ex was light-skinned with Freckle Beauty together six years. I'm not saying that light-skinned niggas are not capable. But there is something about a dark-skinned man's body on my body that makes me like, it gives me fever. Um, that is a spirit I want inside of me. Ain't that it? Um, I don't know, man. It's mm. like, hey, hey, if you dark-skinned, my twin is just ex-Henry. Hit me up. <laughs> I'm out. I get it, because I'm the same way with big noses. I, I, Ooh, it's I love... A big old nigga ass nose, an old Jackson Five ass nose, See, listen, on top I of like, some soup cooler lips, like your lips, Nori. I, I don't like, think they're really soup coolers. They're more like Flintstone pushed up pop suckers. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. 
I'm, I'm, this is I'm, slurping. I'm, 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 I'm dead. Know, I'm like, you know what? Y'all know what my weakness is. I love niggas with big heads. I do. That's right, Henry. I'm looking at you. I love a big head motherfucker. Ooh, that's, <laughs> I don't know why that shit does it to me. Ooh, and a big really? Oh, I love a nigga with a big head. God damn. I, have, I, I, I hate my head. Like, I hate it. Henry, you have a beautiful fucking head, baby. <sighs> That shit is right. You are like, well, look, look at this big head nigga right here. The, the, listen, it, it's because when it's perfect, like you have the perfectly shaped head too. It can't be no lopsided shit. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Molly, you never told me my motherfucking head was big. Because it's head small, that, baby. Um, <laughs> no, a big head nigga can get it all. All really. I like a. I, now I'll do a peanut head ass nigga. I don't know why. No, 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 not, not the size, but the oh, shape. The shape. Okay, got you. About it does it for me. Niggas scare me. They look like or, or a bald head like nigga whose head looks like it almost comes to a point at the top. I don't know. <laughs> it's something about it. I'm just, I just want to rub that little top part while he got his face in my booty cap. <laughs> See, I should get, I should get teased for having a big head as a kid. So like, I really? like. I don't, I like, when I take photos, I try my best to hide the shape of my head. Fuck that shit. Give me a big head nigga any day. See, look, I, 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 ain't, the, I ain't the confidence super bottom that the girls all think I am. I'm not the monster that the girls think I am. I have insecurities. <laughs> but I know this pussy ain't matched, though. I know that. There you go. There you go. I ain't, I ain't worried about that. How about that? <laughs> Is this thing recording? Right. <laughs> It, for me, it's biceps. I fucking love biceps. I can't help it. I don't know where the shit came from, but my god! Especially when like he fucking you and you on your stomach and he grip you around your neck and you grab the biceps. Jesus, leave it out! Leave it out! I can't relate. Don't 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 choke me or don't touch my hair. Listen, uh, big heads, big heads, uh, fat asses, and thick thighs. See, I like, I like Nori. I love a Negro nose. I love yeah. like look like Nori's smile and Nori's lips. I want to sit on Nori's face forever. See, look at him. That nigga's a silly posturepedic. I want to get him. <laughs> 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 I want to sit that is I'm a. Y'all go on Twitter and look up Nori B. Love. N-O-R-R-Y-B-L-O-B-E. That nigga Don't is do that, y'all. Like, nigga, I will let you, man. You ain't got to put a dick in me. Just eat my pussy real good. Like, I want you to spell your name. I'm ready. That's a lazy boy, and I'm ready. And then, like, Nori good and thick, too. So, like, when I ride his dick, I ain't got to work extra hard because riding skinny nigga dick is kind of is kind of a workout. You don't have the thigh cushion to help hold you up. <laughs> you don't have that thigh cushion. It's just dick. You just be going down like, when is it going to stop? When is it going to stop? I met, I met this nigga on Twitter. He was, like, he's, like, 6'3", about 280. Oh. And he like real thick and real tall. And when I ride his dick, cause he had a belly too, so like it all Ooh. just fits in together. Like that shit all just like fits in Ooh. together. And I love a man with some cushion. I mean, I like all body types, but like sometimes when you fucking when you when you want to get when you want to ride proper dick, you you get yourself a fat nigga. Don't you waste your time on those skinny nigga try to ride his dick. You gonna break him. 
Y'all, y'all want to know? I, I think I've gotten to the point where, like, because, you know, um, Gates would have told me I wasn't thick. So I, 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 I go back and forth. Y'all don't remember last year when Gates would have, Gates would have wore me out. Them hoes told me I wasn't thick, I was muscular. I was like, okay, girl. First of all, mm. first of all, fuck them hoes. That's number one. They want to fuck. Say, That's why they were mad. Exactly. <laughs> I was about to say, they sit here deem muscular guys as, oh, they thick. Like, bitch, that's a whole conversation for another episode. We'll say that for next time. I really, you know what, I'm going to say how many guys. I'm really getting tired of the argument around thick bodies and the gatekeeping that specific people on Twitter are doing about that. Mm. And it's the same thing that are always doing it. And and one of them I do love and we have a friendship, but them and that group of them, like, they need to stop doing that shit. And I think for me, because, like, I posted a photo today of me when I was really fit. And I had really bad body this morning. I didn't think I was beautiful then. But I had mm. half of that motherfucking leanness now. Baby, let me tell you. But it's like, I, I really hate to tell people that, oh, you're not thick enough or whatever. It's like, you don't know what this person's going to do with their body. You don't know what they just did. And but you know what, though? The, the, let, me, let me speak on that. Let me speak on that. because And this is a whole different topic. But desirability politics infuriates me. It does. Talk about and it. Talk about because what what I've what I've had to tell people is like I'm not a Twitter honey. I'm not, I, I got a good five thousand followers. That's it. I post my titty pics and I keep going. But what people don't understand is like when they place me on this platform, I look at that shit differently because I did not come out of the womb attractive traditionally. Right. Especially when I got into the gay world, I was a thick, I was a thick black man from something South Carolina with big nose and big lips. And this was before pro black. This was when we was on Coco dorm, watching them skinny anorexic ass niggas bump bump bones. You know what I'm saying? So I, the only and the only reason, and I obviously spoke about this. I used to I used to prostitute back when I was in college. The only reason that I even got play is because DL men found me attractive because they couldn't look at me physically and say, oh, that nigga gay. Yeah, right. Mm. They, they attributed masculinity oh. to size. So I got upset because like when I talk about body dysmorphia, I'm not one of these girls that woke up one day and said, hey, I'm fat and I have body dysmorphia because that's, and, and I get really irritable with people who throw that word around. Y'all don't know what body dysmorphia is. Y'all do two right. weeks in the gym. Y'all do two weeks in the gym, and then y'all like, I have body dysmorphia because I still feel fat. No, body dysmorphia is starving yourself and going to extreme lengths to change something about you physically. I, this, I didn't make this shit up. I went to a doctor, and he was like, nigga, you, here's some medicine, baby. <laughs> you ain't right. all there. But but to go through that and for people to have to tell me that I can't relate to being unattractive or I can't relate I to being because because I'm mass present and I get it. But I get it. I get that I have dreadlocks. I get that I have tattoos. I get that I'm OK in the face. I get all of that. But what they don't realize is you can't tell me how I can feel about myself. One. And you can't tell me that my experience as a gay man isn't valid because I'm still getting turned down out here. No matter how you view me, I'm still getting turned fuck down. 
Well, see, you know, all of that has to do with how people are viewing you through their lens and not through your own. But your lens has nothing to do with me. Like, I remember somebody told me, it was like, I didn't know you was into fat niggas. When did I say that I wasn't? And and see, that's that, see, okay. And that's that's so bad. It made me so that I was like, I've never said that I didn't like niggas that was thick. And you haven't been in my sex life or in my bedroom. And see, and that, comes from, that comes from motherfuckers, again, just like Nori said, putting you on this pedestal and, and, and box, literally boxing you in and putting you with this group of these are the niggas that I find attractive that are not attainable in my life. And the niggas that I've experienced in this box don't like that niggas. They don't like this. They don't like they They put this whole checkbox on you. And it's like, but bitch, you haven't had a conversation about me and you haven't been in my bedrooms. So what are you talking about? I'm sorry, uh, I I'm crying because I'm I'm so passionate about niggas knowing their worth because I I wasn't given that. I wasn't right. given mm-hmm. that. And I think one of the most disheartening things is um I'm always flattered when people people don't have to be nice to you. Mm-hmm. People don't have to compliment you. So I, I really do try to get back to everybody and all that good jazz. But like when I'm interested in somebody and they say some shit like guys like me don't get guys like you. That shit is so heartbreaking. It is so. But you know what? But you know it's what? It's so heartbreaking because I remember being in that place and it's triggering as fuck. Right. Woo! It, I need something to drink. Really- it, it really is because you can't help that. You try to help it. You try to put it to the back burner and not think about it. But the way that the community presents itself when it comes to attraction, this is all it comes to in our heads is, oh, I, like this person is way out of my league. The, I can't go for them at all. And that's just what we're told. That's what we believe in our heads. And we internalize it. It, it completely destroys our confidence. And, and you know what happens? It, it it literally, and then for me, I can't, I would be lying. I don't see it in myself at, at times. And Marla, you know this, like we talk about body dysmorphia and how I view myself all the time. I don't mm. see it in myself often, but I can acknowledge the fact that a lot of people do see me in an attractive light. And it's so frustrating to... Like, like I've I've always wanted to be like th- the black Richard Simmons in a sense, like mm-hmm. because of my story and because of how I lost weight, I wanted to reach people and encourage people on it from an emotional standpoint of find the reason why you want to get there and then get there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, mm-hmm. like with some of the things that I've been through, like with dating, where I am now. And how people try to invalidate my experience because they view me as it is like I, y'all i went on one of the best dates i have ever been on in my life i'm talking about that 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 bubble stomach the bubbly feeling you get in your stomach because they're so cute in person and they're attractive and you have that sexual tension but you decide you're not going to quite take it there and it's good conversation and i went home and man's on on god Man straight up sent me a text and said, I cannot date you because you are too attractive and you will cheat. Woo, shit. On God. Like, and I'm just sitting there like, the fuck is wrong with people? Why do you view yourself in that light? 
I mean, I may have body dysmorphia, but I would never think that I am not worthy of someone else's company. But you know what? It's really speaking as a person that has had that had that thought about people that I have desired or wanted in my life. Hell, like not for nothing, my I, I viewed my ex like that. Like I that motherfucker was the epitome of he was literally when I thought about the type of man that I that I like physically in my head, he was that guy. And I was like, I would never be able to fool nobody like that. Ever. Like, right. there's no way. He would never be interested in it. But, you know, it's 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 bad that we have those thoughts because we a lot of it is like we put these people on pedestals um, and make them unreachable. You know, and meanwhile, uh-huh. we don't know what anybody else is going through. We don't know how, how people feel about themselves. Like, Nori, just getting to, as an example, like, just getting to know you, knowing how I, how I viewed you when I first saw you back in the Tumblr days, I was like, bitch, fine-ass motherfucker right here. Never. I know he getting all the play. I could never, ever, ever pull nobody like that. Ever. And then you get to know a person that's like, wow, we're all human the fuck after all. Right. That's the crazy part. We're all fucking human, and we all deal I, with this shit one day at a time. I, I hate that aspect of social media, and I, I hate the idea of building people up. Like, they will literally tear down the same people that they put on this platform. Oh! And mm-hmm. it's so annoying. Oh. Like, like, y'all made this nigga this. Right! Y'all accepted this behavior when he switched up, and now it's a problem. Oh, I... That's you know, bullshit. and it's so funny. I hate all that shit. It's just like, and I'm the same way too. Because like, I really hate when people assume because of how I present now that I've never struggled with my identity. And I think people don't realize that I'm not your peer. I am not 26. I am 40 years old. You know how many years it took me to get to this point of my life where I'm just like okay with like myself and looking in the mirror and being at peace with that. And that does not remove the fact that like fat phobia is a systemic issue. It is. But at the end of the day, yes. I think when when we play this game of like um trying to measure people's um trauma, is like trauma is Ooh. still trauma. And if, if someone's been through something, they've been through something, and that feeling is valid. Stop trying to diminish it because your your situation is more systemic than theirs. Hmm. I think they, I think brought a so disarming for me. It's just like, rather, and rather you sitting here and you tell me I hate myself, how can you make me feel better about myself? Or how can you make me feel like Bingo. myself? Because the thing that I really hate sometimes is like, when a quarantine hit, I gained 16 pounds. I recently worked off 12 of it, privately. But I never came to social media to discuss it because, oh, you're not fit or you don't have an issue, you're still attractive. You don't know what I'm going through. And especially in 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 the in in light of Chadwick Boseman's death and how y'all talk about that man's body, where are y'all people now? And all these body positive and all these you know um, trauma trauma related people. Like, where are y'all at now? Now y'all acknowledge this shit. Don't get me wrong, y'all did, but it's like where's that same energy? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then like and like the same thing like yesterday, like some dude on um, Twitter yesterday got a new place. And he didn't say thank you to people. The girls got upset because he didn't say thank you. 
yeah, he did. I saw that foolishness. I saw that I, too. I was like, I was like, who the fuck do you faggots think y'all are? Didn't say thank you about what? Because he moved into a new place and people him. were congratulating him. But like, he's a popular account that y'all build up. See, oh, this is turning into a whole nother episode because I. I it's like y'all sit here and build these pretty niggas up and get mad when they don't acknowledge you. And the nigga, and the nigga who really started the shit really rubbed me raw because that bitch subtweeted me and was like, "Oh, first he's doing the sub, he's doing the sex toys. Now he's showing videos of him getting fucked. I mean, like, how desperate are we? Like, you know, go make some money somewhere or some other shit." And I was like, first of all, bitch, let's be very clear." <laughs> Because I didn't respond to it. It was sent to me. It was deleted. He guess he deleted it at some point. Somebody must have said something. Let's be very clear, bitch. The, the reviews I do for Your Secret Rendezvous, I get a check for and commission. Number one, my sex column job ain't free. I get paid for that, too. So while COVID has been happening, a bitch has still been collecting multiple streams of income. Multiple. So you your business and you get your beard and connect, and we can talk about that. East Katai. Holy I don't God. talk to no nigga who beard don't connect. More. You don't talk shit to me and your beard don't connect. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe. That's why, honestly, like, Twitter... That's thing about social media makes me mad is that you niggas assume so much with so little information. Y'all only see what I let y'all see. And then on top of that, where do you bitches get off being so fucking, fucking entitled to shit that ain't yours? That, right. That nigga, no, nobody owes nobody their piece on social media. Uh, nothing. Like, bitch, I got a new place you congratulated me. I don't owe you a thank you, bitch. I don't know you from a camera right. or, or your hole in the wall, bitch. Especially, especially, <sighs> especially your intention of doing it. That man, they, they weren't even following each other. And you want to thank you for somebody we're not even mutuals? Girl, get your, get your lazy Who bitch. Around, See, a lot of these social media girls think that accessibility, because we have so many ways, they, they, they feel like they're entitled Right. For someone's time. You're not entitled right. to a good morning. You're not entitled to me hitting that heart. You're not entitled to anything. And that's why mm. I stay away from these popular girls and I mind my own business and lift niggas up. Because again, I fight in real life. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing that I really don't like too is is is, is the is the constant gaslighting that goes on on Twitter a lot. Shy. And that's why like I got to the point where now it's like if it ain't about sex or comic books, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's because true. like y'all 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 claim this is such a safe space and it's not. It's not. Um, no. And I would also like to like to add to that the energy that y'all sit here. I use me for a prime example. The energy y'all sit in is all this wokeness and like that's wrong and you can't say that, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I receive and understand all that shit wholeheartedly. But as a gay man who works in, in straight spaces, as a black man that works in white spaces, you don't see me sitting there having a whole argument about racism and homophobia in the workplace because I need to get my fucking job so I can have my fucking security and make sure that my bills are paid and I gotta, and I gotta safely lay my fucking head because my bills are paid on time. We Hello. pick our battles differently in the real world. On Twitter, y'all seem to want to pick every battle. Y'all don't live like that in real life because y'all scary as shit. No, and you really don't. I saw someone the other day on Twitter who always is making statements about what everybody else is doing they need to be doing and all this other yin-yam and, and, and back and forth and shit. But they had an incident in somewhere public and they were frozen. So don't talk to me about social justice and what you're trying to do to change the world when you don't have the energy in real life. Y'all talk that shit on Twitter. Y'all talk that shit in real life. Y'all not creating real space. Like, I have facilitated spaces for gay men to meet on my dime. Like, you niggas who sit around on Twitter arguing about shit that you not going to try to change. Don't talk yeah. to me about what you doing. 
Like, how are you adding to the conversation besides arguing on with Twitter, with Twitter niggas all day, every day? Child, Twitter, Twitter has become a space where, like, I don't even like Twitter. Anymore. I'm just only on there. I work there. I got a phone. I got a band. I'm trying to get a I'm just at the point where now I'm just like, I wish people would just stay out of people's fucking bodies and let they li- let them live. And mind your damn business. Mind your Mine fucking is. business. With that being said, I, we are running so close to two hours here. Fuck. I'm, I'm sorry. This, <laughs> at this point, this is not the hotels. This is gladly going to be named the Green Table Talk. <laughs> green Table? Because it has not been that, but I want to thank Nori and Henry for coming on and spending this time with us. And though, yes, we bounced, but it was a good conversation. Thank you guys so much, and see y'all later. Bye. 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 Bye.